Thank you for listening to our Chat Canna broadcast. This podcast was originally created for our YouTube channel and is being rebroadcast here for your convenience. We'd like to thank the folks at Canna RHX for providing this Chat Canna podcast. And good morning, everybody. It is the 19 of November. We have three exciting topics for you today. I can't believe that this uh, one piece of news came out literally minutes before our show. It's from the EU, and it puts a wonderful and surprising spin on the EU's definition of CBD and how it is or is not a narcotic. So stay tuned for that bit of information. Along with that, a big vitamin chain store in the United States is bringing out its own two lines of CBD products. And that is going to be a pretty good piece of information to talk about today. And along on top of that, uh, you can throw away your Pepsodent. You can throw away your Colgate because Belgium is doing a whole bunch of studies and they feel that a CBD or hemp, actually a full hemp product, is better at cleaning the bacteria and all the little nasties out of your mouth than the things that you can buy in a toothpaste tube. Those are our three topics today on Chat Can, and we hope that you will stay with us and listen through the duration of the show. What a nice morning it is today as I walked over to the studio. It's like 32 degrees, no wind, a little bit wet outside, uh, but just a, a beautiful day when we think that we are one week away from of course, the big turkey day. And that's why I picked some uh, photos in the background. Matter of fact, I just want to drop down and show you what the big background would be if we had a couple of people on the show. Is that not beautiful? A whole collection of gourds and things. My mom in her garden used to always raise gourds and uh, we didn't know what to do with them, but they were beautiful. We'd stack them up and I mean, we had piles of them. And I guess dad just cultivated them into the garden for the next year. Um, some of them you could shake and they would rattle. And of course, we heard stories in school about how the Native Americans use them in uh, their music and making the rattling sounds and things. Um, I don't know if we got the true story about the history of America, particularly before and in the early days of when we came from Europe. <coughs> it is not a um, cough of what's going around, by the way. I have this dry throat. It's a couple of medicines that I take, and I absolutely hate it. Because it can strike me um, at the worst possible moment. And it used to be way worse. And now it is significantly better. And uh, I've gone days without it, and all of a sudden this morning, uh, it's back for some reason. A nice warm tea with honey. Uh, does miles and miles to fix that. I need to bring that over to the studio. But, you know, it's a process. You got to heat the water and you got to make the tea. And uh, anyway, we have a great show for you today on Chat Canna. Veronica, not... Oh, got to unmute the microphone. Here we go. We have a great show for you today. Um, Veronica not joining me so far. I hope that she does because these are some things I would really like to share with her. First of all, uh, the Vitamin Shop, not here in the Midwest, but a large chain that goes all across the United States, uh, was selling uh, CBD products from a variety of vendors, and they have decided to launch their first uh, uh, proprietary lines 
Um, they are going to be called V Thrive. Uh, of course, that's kind of their one of their lines that they do their other generic stuff with. And uh, one called, um, um, I, it's a funny word, PL, let's find it here, uh, PLNT, I guess it's a variation of plant, PLNT. Um, but they are going to be having tinctures in three tiers of potency, 15 milligrams to 55 milligrams of a delivery uh, in peppermint and chocolate and mint. And then in the plant brand, uh, potencies from 10 to 40 in vanilla or unflavored. So they're taking a big jump in this because they're putting their own name on it. They've decided to go full bore with the CBD. Here's the great news. All of the CBD products they sell will be with uh, hemp and CBD products origin or originating in the United States. So thank you very much for that uh, vitamin shop. We appreciate that you are sourcing it from United States hemp growers. Uh, we will try and find out the uh, source of that and where it's coming from as time goes on. But we appreciate that. But we were talking about supply chain yesterday. And now all of a sudden here, this news came out this morning that this company is making a dedicated case for that. And they believe in and have faith that they are going to be profitable in selling these lines in their stores, in their chains of stores. Uh, they will have a hemp oil line in states where CBD is prohibited. I got to find out that list of where CBD is yet prohibited. So we will find that out. Vitamin Shop, a subsidiary, a franchise group, uh, seems to be the first national wellness retailer that's launching its own line. Everybody else is bringing it in from other people who are making for this. National chains, though, Walgreens, CVS, Walmart, Kroger, and Family Video, of all places, are selling CBD products uh, since the 2018 Farm Bill went through. So we salute them, we thank them, we welcome them to the CBD family, and uh, wow, big news for this Thursday. Uh, now, here is the big news out of Europe. It literally broke 40 minutes before the show this morning, and we rushed to get it into a form that I can deliver to you because there's some convolution and, and interesting legalese words about this, but we're going to try and get through it with you. Europe's high court uh, today said that CBD derived from the entire hemp plant, and that's an interesting entire, I mean, obviously it's not the root, it's not the stock, but so really entire should be most of the hemp plant, is not a narcotic. That's the key word here, not a narcotic. This all started because France, you know, banned, has a ban on CBD and hemp products. But the EU is this association of 18 to 27 countries, depending on how you call them grouped together. Remember, England was in it, but Brexit is taking them out of it. But they're still going to be in it as far as trade. They were never in it as far as the euro. So there's just all sorts of different rules. But the big thing about it is it's about trade and the ability of goods to move freely between the countries so that if you're raising oranges in your country, you don't have to make a negotiation with every other EU country and you don't have to stop at every EU border that might have different rules and regulations to pass through or to move your products. And in that respect, it's a wonderful thing. It's no different than the North American free trade agreement concept. I'm not going to argue about whether the agreement 
I think we're on our second or third one, is good or bad, but the concept of it is good, right? That we can sell products to our neighbors to the north and south easily, and that they can sell products to us easily, which means we can buy them easily under some kind of fair terms and conditions. Now, what those are, that's not my job. I'm just the reporter here. Don't shoot me. I'm the piano player. But the concept is great. And the EU does a pretty good job of this. The part that I like is that Reggiano Parmigiano only comes from a little place in, in Italy. And so you can't decide in France that I'm going to make an Italian cheese. You can say in the spirit of, but you got that's got to be boldly marked on your product. Matter of fact, it's so extreme that I, as a German-Norwegian mixed character from the United States, cannot go to Germany and open an Italian restaurant. I can't open an Italian restaurant in Germany or France or Spain unless I'm Italian. How do you like those cookies? I can't open a German restaurant and say German, you know, German food. Oh, I guess I could. I'm German. I guess I could do that. <laughs> I could do that in Germany. But I can't go to France and open a German restaurant. Yes, I can do that again. I can do that. That I can do. I, I'm using the wrong direction here. I can't go to Germany and open a French restaurant. How's that? Parlez-vous français. But it's all about origins and claiming of what you are. And in a way, it's very good. You can't have a Chinese restaurant if you're not Chinese. So you have some idea of that if someone's claiming to serve something, it has some sort of authentic background to it. And so it's really great in that respect. And it's the same thing with products. If you are selling balsamico, which is balsamic vinegar, it has to come from that region of Italy. Or you got to very plainly make that it's a it's a copy, and it may or may not be as good. And so you absolutely know. And it's the same way with this now. They have decided that since CBD is not a narcotic, it has the freedom to move around the EU just like wine does, just like cheese does, just like grapefruits do, just like wheat does. Um, it is free to move. And so France got shot down on this. They can't hold it out. And here's some of the language that goes. Um, this is a years-long dispute, by the way. It was a, a, a va about vaping specifically. A company uh, called Canavape made an electronic cigarette that contained CBD derived from the entire hemp plant. Again, not the entire, but most of the hemp plant. And it was made in the Czech Republic, part of the EU, sort of, because they don't use all of it. But the case ended up in the EU court, the high court, uh, the Supreme Court of the EU, if you would, uh, whether that France could do that or not. So the judge said uh, that, uh, no, you cannot, that Cannavape was legal. They labeled it right. It was extracted from the cannabis sativa plant in its entirety not solely from seeds or leaves to the exclusion of the flowering or fruiting tops. This goes back to a 1961 law 
um, that the extraction of cannabis was considered a narcotic using a literal interpretation of that United Nations treaty law. But they pointed out that since that time, we are way smarter uh, in our science. And so this is an interesting thing. The EU courts are open to the fact that as learning comes along, they will change their mind. Since CBD does not contain a psychoactive ingredient in the current state of scientific knowledge, it would be contrary to the purpose and general spirit of the single convention back in 1961 to include under the definition of drugs within the meaning of that convention as a cannabis extract. So they changed it and they have opened this up. And this has, of course, broad meaning to anybody now, any EU nation or yeah, individual country can't uh, interrupt the flow of CBD products. Um, so they also do, do say that the French court has to go back, assess the available scientific data, and or if they want to change it, if they want to challenge it, and prove the real risk to public health based on purely scientific reasons. So you can see that the EU, uh, some people don't like it, some people really like it, um, some people say that it's diluting the individual identities of the countries. I don't feel that it does, um, but it is really nice uh, when I'm in Germany, mostly where I go, if I'm not cruising, where then I'm just in the ports that the water touches. But if I'm physically in Germany, it is so nice because you can go to the grocery store and there is just an international selection of food. Of course, the bread all made, you know, with probably within the city of Berlin, they have a huge distribution network. So the little corner bakery is not kneading and rolling out and baking bread. It's delivered literally by the hour uh, from some central bakery. But how fresh can you get? Um, but there is, you know, wines from uh, 10 countries. Uh, there are cheeses from many, many, many countries from, uh, you know, the, uh, the blue cheeses from England that you can spread with a knife and, uh, all that and the breeze from France that just kind of run almost, and the uh, the harder cheeses from the Netherlands and uh, just everything that you can imagine, and they are so tasty. And some of them is that they're not pasteurized. Whole different debate, not for this show. But the idea is that products move freely between these borders because of the EU and their different agreements and their different evaluations of this thing. And now, as of today. Uh, CBD products are not narcotics. Uh, they have no psychoactive component to them. Uh, and uh, they are just not in that group of control. They are uh, regulated uh, as a free-moving product in the EU. And that's big news. That is big news for not only the CBD product itself, but for the farmers that grow them, for the machine companies that make the machines to harvest, to process, uh, to bottle, ship, label, the whole package. It opens up an incredible good market for them, and I'm happy for them. Now, perhaps not the biggest story of the day, but for instance, for me, the most interesting story of the day, who's going to be the first to put uh, hemp uh, products in a toothpaste tube? Because Belgium has just released a great big story uh, oral health, of course, is part of your overall health and well-being. This is now coming out more 
and more. Dentists have been telling you this for a long, long time because, uh, and I, I just by accident, I had this discussion with a couple of dentist friends of mine. But, you know, some of them who have been standing at a dental chair for 30 years or more, 40 years, and they just over the years developed their own feeling of the fact that, you know, somebody that had a really good cared for mouth seemed to be in better health. And now, of course, statistically and study-wise, and careful observations scientifically, this is being proved. Why is this little part of us so important to this whole part of us? But it's seeming to be true. Not seeming to be true. It is true. Tap that into the fact that now Belgium has done a whole bunch of studies, and CBD and hemp products used as part of oral hygiene is better at removing and reducing plaque and keeping the biome. Biome means the whole living community of things. I don't know if you know, but in a square inch of your, like your arm here, if you drew a square inch, there are billions, I guess the number is, of living things there. There's bacterias, there's viruses, there's plants, there's fungi. That means little mushrooms. Um, there's all sorts of things. They live off the what's called dander, the dead skin flakes that come off of our body all the time. Um, they live off um, moisture in the air and the oils and everything. And they are part of us. They, we have a, every human being has a biome. It's healthy or it's not healthy or it's neutral. Um, our mouth has a biome. Our ears have a biome in there. Uh, we keep our mouth biome healthy because we brush our teeth and we floss is the best thing that we have so far. I remember um, there are some mouthwashes that have a lot of alcohol in them and they over the years now are kind of proven to not keep a healthy biome in your mouth because the alcohol kills off uh, the positive things that are growing and living in your mouth. And it does not necessarily help your breath. Um, so that's why all of the new mouthwashes are alcohol-free. They do their job, but they don't use it with alcohol. Um, so this is what everybody, science is moving forward and working on this. And as part of this now, uh, all of the cannabinoids, of which we are still finding out about the 100 or so that are in hemp, seem to promote, not seem to, proven now with this, these first studies, promote a promising future in oral health. Um, Belgium, got to give it to them, they did it. They recruited 60 healthy adults, arranged them into six different groups. Uh, they have a, a DPSI, Dutch Periodontal Scoring Index, representing different levels of gum health. Of course, it's all about, you know, the, the connection. These are real teeth, by the way. Someone said, 
you know, you have this big smile. Are those fake? And it's like, no, these are all oh, you can see a gold one there and you can see a gold one there. But these are all real teeth. Um, and they, they um, you know, put different amounts of CBD and hemp oil concentrates on people's teeth and followed it along. And wouldn't you know that the biome in people's mouth got better against Colgate, Oral-B, and Cannabite F treatments. Um, the colonies of good stuff got better. The colonies of bad stuff was reduced. Wow. So who's going to be the first to the market with a hemp-infused toothpaste or a tooth product? This is so interesting. I never would have thought. You know, we sit around and say, where are they going to use hemp next? Never thought that it was going to be in a toothpaste or a mouthwash kind of product. That's the big story today. <laughs> I just, uh, it just always surprises people, huh? Where's it going to go? Where's this hemp story going to end? I know that I do not have enough years left in my life. Even if I, if I should live to be as long as my dad lives, that would give me another 26 years. And I do not believe that that would give me enough time to find out how long we're going to find out what is in all of the hemp stories. They are just too many things that we are finding out in this wonderful product. And that's why I'm telling you, I am a missionary for hemp. Oh, let's copyright that one. A missionary for hemp. If you have samples, are you a farmer and you're raising hemp? We'd love to test it on our machine. Uh, get a hold of me. Um, of course, anywhere on the where you're watching this, there are email links. Um, but we we just would love to talk to you. Let me get the email up there. I always get the wrong one first. Is this it? Here we go. John at CannaRHX.com. Please, if you're watching us on Facebook, like us. If you're watching us on YouTube, click the subscribe button. Hit that little bell. And you will get notified every time we go live. We go live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, Tuesday and Thursday are longer shows. Although sometimes that's not the case because Monday and Wednesday we get on a tear about some very, very interesting hemp news that we like to share with you. Looking forward to seeing you again on Monday. Uh, there will be no show next Thursday. Of course, it is Thanksgiving. Uh, we can't gather with our families like we would like to. Uh, we are big believers in following the directives of uh, the governor in our state. Uh, we hope that you follow the directives wherever you are living. Uh, we are literally going to have a three-person or maybe a four-person uh, Thanksgiving because my daughter-in-law's father is very much segregated as I am. Um, and so he may come, but that would, that would be it because he is absolutely, totally alone himself. And uh, other than that, that's going to be our Thanksgiving. And we're used to being in a gathering of 20 or 25 people. But for this year, so that we can be together again in that big gathering, we are going it alone. I will still, uh, with the help of my son and daughter-in-law, cook up a storm. Uh, if we need to make a delivery to somebody, we want to do that. So if you're alone and you're in my zone, let me know. I will place a big Thanksgiving meal on your porch 
and walk away. But this is a time when we have to communicate this way, through the video, through the telephone, or a written note. So it's a few days yet till Thanksgiving, but we can't say happy Thanksgiving enough. We have so much to be thankful for in this country. Try and share it when you can. And uh, we'll see you on Monday with a Have You Heard as part of the Chat Canna continuing broadcast.